Good evening, Internet. What's up, what's up, what's up? Episode number three. We are on it. Reggie here. I'm Marlon. We've got a special guest tonight, Curbs. Hello, boys. How are we doing? I'm all right. How are we? Yeah. Oh, living a dream as usual, good. mate. We're all good. We're all good. So how do we know you? Um, Marlon's an easy one to start with. We, we kind of, we've all kind of always knew each other, haven't we? Yeah. Um, like car park days. Yeah, just from the car days and stuff. Uh, but we, we started hanging around with mutual friends, didn't we? And then Marlon ended up getting with my sister. Woo! And he kind of moved in with us and we've not been able to get rid of him. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> We're still trying. <laughs> <laughs> and Reg was kind of we were always around each other with the with the same group of mates and massive love of beer and partying in the sesh uh, and, and I love the sesh and then he moved uh, local to me and we we kind of just started drinking more and more beer together and then and then we built this bar and from there yeah everyone in the near vicinity was like oh Reg has built a bar how handy <laughs> proper pint especially oh, during Covid pints. a proper pint is free fantastic. piss yeah, exactly. Oh, dear. How's your week been, all right? Busy, busy. Yeah? It's, so in COVID, it's been really weird because I usually spend a lot of time on the road, and I haven't. However, this week has been almost normal. I've done about 900 miles. Uh, I can know. Been to, to Wiccan and to Scunthorpe. Uh, can't stay in hotels. Well, I don't want to stay in hotels, so... Some long 12, 13-hour days. So you'd be going up and coming back again? Yeah, so I go out. Look, I don't book too much work in. Um, you know, I go out for a specific reason. Um, so I'm not wasting the the journey. And, uh, you know, I try and avoid going up. But I've only got like an hour or two's worth of work to do at these sites, but it's something I can't do unless Remotely, I'm there. So yeah. it's, it's a nice day out, to be honest. It's, it's actually nice to be on the road. <laughs> Usually I'd moan about it. <laughs> are you getting quite accustomed to the price of you know your average sandwich in a in a in a motorway service Mate, i am terrible i don't i eat so much fast food when i'm on the road it's ridiculous <laughs> i like to complete the the golden trio so the mcdonald's <laughs> breakfast right this is this is on on a real long day it's usually from staying over to be fair so mcdonald's breakfast has to be done always standard there's, there's no get out of that then then you do a kfc lunch because that's quite a filling Filling a proper proper meal. I'm talking about fast food as if it's a proper meal. <laughs> KFC's filling. Oh, yeah, it's chicken, mate. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know how much chicken. I love my chicken. And then, if I'm feeling really naughty, you've got to finish off with a Burger King, so you can hit all three in one day for Fucking every meal. Hell. What are you going for from Burger King? This is going to be the do or die for me, really. I'm a chicken royale man. Oh, you having chicken from Have... Burger King? What kind of? How dare you? How dare you, sir? It's sacrilege. It's fucking isn't it? XL bacon double cheese, it baby. Is. Uh, Chodley will attest to the 24 chili cheese bites if you're feeling fruity as well. Yeah. What is it and your asshole will be feeling fruity the next morning as well. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> I'm on these small hotel toilets that ain't no good. <laughs> <laughs> the brush in for, yeah. in for cleaning the bowls for pushing it down. Yeah. yeah. You almost get a leg in there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I know every service is... I know which ones to avoid, which ones to go to now, and that's really sad. So where do you mainly go, then, across the country? So, obviously, we're down in Somerset. I, It really depends week to week. I spend a lot of time in Derby. Um, Somebody has to. It's, oh, it's Derby. I'll make, I'll make the vet. will uh, He'll love that. Yeah. 
It, it's Derby, that's where the main office is. And then the, the main sites really are up in Scunthorpe. We've got a couple of places around there. Uh, so that's always an exciting dive. Um, an experience. And then Runcorn, which is right next to Liverpool. So it's not glorious, nice areas. There's no... <laughs> there's, there's no nice places it's big industrial we're getting so much hate in the comments right now <laughs> yeah. Scunthorpe is an up and coming area <laughs> even the people that I go to see in Scunthorpe even they admit they all live on the outskirts they never live there no, yeah you don't want to live in the centre yo yeah imagine going to like see someone from America and saying oh where do you live Scunthorpe they be like what? <laughs> <laughs> Whilst we're slate in the UK. <laughs> so, so me and Marla, do you remember the, the trip ages ago to Slough? I know, what, yeah. And we, we, you know, group absolute passion of passion of hate for Slough. Fucking hell. Well, we were going to pick up... Some Skittles. Uh, Skittles. Yeah, in that Not like the chewy sweet thing. Like genuine Skittles for a pub. It's just what a, a fucking shithole. So I think I found my new favorite place to hate I, I went to rotherham um and we all know what tommy robinson used to think of rotherham with uh, the scandal that went on there but i drove through rotherham for about seven miles and i'm thinking it's got to get better in a minute it's just it's just abandoned building after abandoned building and i'm thinking something's got to and it doesn't and if these blocks of flats aren't abandoned I don't know if you really want to live there. It's <laughs> so, it's got to get better soon. It's got to get better soon. Then you see the sign that says, you are now leaving Rotherham. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah pre that pretty much was it. You get, it's just like a main road through. Uh, and it was it was awful. I think you'd be safer in downtown Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> so what we, we haven't glanced even over it. What do you do for a living? So I do IT. Um... And obviously, with all the travelling, we've got sites all across the UK, so it's just general. So you IT go support. in, smash the servers in, do a bit of wiring. I mean, I don't want to give them a secret away, but it's you just turn it off and on, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, lots of stuff. Um, without going into too much detail, we, to be honest, I do anything that they need doing. Um, there's only two of us in the UK. We've got ten sites got the help from the the parent company which is based over in sweden to technically work for sweden the swedish government uh so it's it's an interesting job but it doesn't it doesn't sound it's just it doesn't sound very exciting it's just the places you get to go it's big industrial areas i will admit oh. the moment anyone says it and this is no offense yeah. to you my dick instantly just goes yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the job itself isn't exciting it's the the travel's the only thing that keeps you keeps it fresh Otherwise, gonna say you'd that. just be sat there tapping away, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. With, with what I don't do, with what I do or don't do, um, I, don't, I don't really, I don't really travel too much with my job. And I always think that's something I would like to do is do a lot of traveling for work. But then people who I know that sort of tell me that they travel for a lot for work, I've got people in my family that do a hell of a lot of traveling. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you just get to know the roads and listen uh, to all the traffic nowadays. And the people, I just think, oh, God, is it, is it really is it really that bad? I don't mind it. Um, maybe I'm one of the weird ones. It gets, if you're doing a long week and you've been away all week, then it can be pretty draining, especially if you're living in and out of hotels, which you do sometimes. Uh, but I try to only do, at the very most, Tuesday uh, to Thursday. Uh, so I'm not away Monday to Friday all week. But... I mean, I, I stick on a podcast, Joe Rogan shout out, or, or just play, <laughs> yeah, or just he play a load need of crap a shout music. Out from us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we need a shout out from him, so if yeah. you're listening, yeah. <laughs> hook um, us up, Joe. 
but yeah, you can just chuck one of those on and lose yourself uh, for two or three hours. All other podcasts are available. <laughs> <laughs> TTG, baby. Or, or just some old music. You know, you've you've heard my shuffle mile on. It, it can be anything from Slipknot to S Club. Yeah. And I'm down for either. It is definitely a wide variety. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, you just, it, for me, it's a bit of a shut off time. And, and it's it's quite nice. And, and also, you know, you are getting paid to sit on a motorway and listen to S Club 7. Get McDonald's, Burger King, and KFC in one day, which is. You're banging that all on the expense card? Most of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't deal with the guilt when accounts go, uh, so what happened that day? <laughs> the thing is, they are, though, the reason you're there. Well, yeah. So... There, there is budgets. <sighs> Fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you have <laughs> to get something out of it, don't you? Yeah, exactly. And. Well, heart attack's one thing. Yeah. It's fine. I, I make myself feel better by booking a hotel with a gym and then going in there for half an hour. <laughs> just pretend you're doing something. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> Looking at some poontangs. Sit on a cycling machine with my headphones on for half an hour. That's going bur- <laughs> to burn off one chilli cheese bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just 23 more to go. I think the chilli cheese bites burn themselves off. <laughs> <sweat. laughs> oh, yeah. Burn summit, I tell you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Chodley. <laughs> Oh, got to get him on at some point. Yeah, no, we, I think yeah, we got him booked in. We got him booked in. We'll have uh, rat and fat on soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to hit off with some questions? We got some questions for you. Let's do some questions. All right, this is quite a deep question. Okay, right. <laughs> what does the sesh mean to you? The sesh. The sesh. The meaning of the sesh changes a lot over over you. Say your lifetime, we're not that old. You know, the sesh to begin with is going out at 18, going to the pub and probably going to a club and ending at three o'clock. And then you get like peak sesh where it used to mean uh, spending an awful lot of time just in absolute dives of places getting out of there when the sun is coming up. Uh, and that would you would class that as a good sesh. If you if you make it out and and the sun's up and the birds are, the birds are chirping, but I remember those late nights. Do you know what? To me, the session now is just having a right old good tear up with the boys, um, just having a good catch up, and it's a good relief almost, isn't it? It's it is. nice. To... <clears throat> it's why we call uh, well what we do every now and again the big blowout, don't we? Because it is just like I mean the the blowout after all this is over is going to be un. God, we've got to do fucking oh, like three days on a piss. I am already planning what we are going to get up to. Take a week off work. Oh, uh, whole of the UK is just going to be off work. Just, <laughs> it's going to be disaster. Isn't it? Yeah, well, I think there's, a, there's, that, there's a petition, isn't there, for the um, for Boris to give us a bank holiday? Oh, it'd be carnage. Okay, I mean, it doesn't really matter for us. We're, we're not going to be going in anyway. Most no. people, whether they've booked it off or not, the state they're going to get them to, <laughs> into. Yeah, sorry, they're boss. Be functioning I've, on a Monday. I've already told my uh, upper management that I will not be attending work on the is it the Tuesday that we're. Whatever it is, a lot a lockdown ends on the twenty first. Subject to review, little asterisk there. Yeah. Assuming you know. we don't fuck it up. Which, yeah. uh, but going by our pre, I mean, it's basically relying on us behaving ourselves and um, going by past experience. We will definitely balls that up. Oh, <laughs> it, it is we're English, change, mate. We're fucking it? English. Do you remember when he lifted the first <laughs> lockdown and it said up to thirty people in a gathering? And like that Friday, I was like, right, piss up, let's come on. I do remember a certain party here. <laughs> there was a. Certain... It was a legal party, though. You it, know? Was yeah, a le- it. it was a legal party. Yeah. I mean, even what uh, I think I wasn't with you boys when, when it first got announced that lockdown. Well, we knew it was coming the weekend before, didn't we? And every single person I knew went out and got absolutely leathered with all their mates. 
that's just what we do. If, yeah. we, if we give us an inch, we will take it. No, that's <laughs> yeah. absolutely right. And I think that's what the government have now realised. That's why there's such a space and such, uh, such you know, there's a months between these sort of yeah. parts to the lockdown and, you know, getting it lifted. And I think because they've realised if we say to them, you can have six people round, they will do that every night of the <laughs> fucking week. <laughs> We love a loophole. That's what we do. We're yeah. British. Well, so six people, aren't they? Yeah, six people. Six people for 24 hours a day, seven days a week until it goes to 12 people. And then Everybody does like to stretch it as far as they can. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, well, I uh, will take the next question. Next question is, what is your best cure for a hangover curbs? Do you know what? This is really simple and it sounds so easy. It's just to ignore it. It's just to get up and really? get on with it. Uh, you, you'll know being an assassin, Reg, you have to go out and do that. <laughs> Working for them. MI5, you have to just... Sometimes you just have to get up and get on with it. And it feels horrendous to begin with, but you'll probably agree that once you've actually gone out, had some food, a bit of fresh air, you feel ten times better anyway. I if you sit die. Home, you're, you're bad on a hangover. Yeah. Like, I, some days, you know, I am debilitated and I'm sat on the so stuck on the sofa. But I think if I, if I do have something to do and I get up and get on with it, I'm, I'm good. I can, I can function on it. Or just drink more beer. That, yeah, that genuinely like that. fixes yeah, it. Yeah, that does help sometimes. What makes you bad makes you better. Yeah. Uh, that's that true. Is words of wisdom. There you go, boys. Yeah, find something you love and let it kill you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll have a good time doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely on your wavelength on that one. I'm a great believer if... I'd say with what I do for work, I you know I have to get up. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. Got to get on with what I've got to do. And Anthony I think that's... Killing. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> stop giving the game away uh, no I, I I get up and I get on with it and I think the more I work the more I you know start moving yeah. and you know, it, it, it just fades away and then when I get back home it will hit me but that's the problem five, five o'clock comes you sit on the sofa you have a bite to eat and then you start to die but it's not as bad it's not like you know it's a bit of a headache and but you're not going to be if you've been out and done something you're going to be tired anyway so you can just chill for a little bit and go to bed no. or drink more give me my dressing gown Give me my blanket. Give me a dog. You need a day sofa, on the sofa, mate. <laughs> Not moving. Getting a blood pump in is, is the main thing, I think. But yeah, Marlon's a good sleeper, though. I, I will never oh, forgive mate. you for this. <clears throat> so this is when he was living with us. Uh, there was the neurovirus going around. And it oh, hit yeah, our shit. house like a ton of bricks. Every every hole we're coming out of. <laughs> and and we've, all, we've all had it bad. And, and Marlon hadn't really had it. And then we get a text. It's it's here, and I was just so excited. I'm back. <laughs> rubbing my hands together, saying, "Yes, this is going to be great." He's been taking the piss out of us the whole time, and he comes home midday, goes to bed, and just doesn't wake up for about forty eight hours, and completely misses all the pain and tragedy that we went <laughs> That's through. It. Well, yeah, I finished like half day on Friday. The boss was like, "You ain't looking too clever." Yeah, I was like yeah, I just bounced now. Got home, got into bed, probably got. Sunday afternoon. Oh, I just spent 24 hours sat on the toilet, <laughs> and then he comes in and sleeps it off. I was just so annoyed. He, he just and you do the same with a hangover, really, don't you? you yeah, you'll sleep till three, four in the afternoon if you need to. Just yeah. to Glastonbury prime example. Yeah. Oh god, you sleep in such a hot. Get in at fucking tent. two, oh. three, four. I don't get up till 
Two in the afternoon. And uh, my body clock's just six o'clock. You're up. That's it. You are fucking bang. Yeah. You are up. Yeah. Let's fucking go. The <laughs> pricing is at Glastonbury. I'm usually not getting in till six. So I lie down for about 10 minutes and go, right, time to get back up and go. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it the big choddly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, yeah let's have another fucking go. drink. <laughs> Donut and a warm Foster's for breakfast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that, I have missed that. I yeah. think the only thing that tops a warm Foster's for disgustingness is uh, a warm Carlsberg. Have you have you ever been unfortunate enough to have a warm Carlsberg? I don't think I, Foster's is my warm drink of choice at Glastonbury because I can get that down quite easily because it is like piss water. It goes quite weak, so you can you can just neck it down. But I don't know. Maybe the older I get, and I, I just buy pints now, or go to the brothers bar. Usually it oh, would be like brothers I fill my bar. rucksack up and I won't buy a beer because I've got a rucksack full of beer. Whereas now I'm like, oh, I'll be bougie. I'll just go and pay for beer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we baby. Out here. <laughs> yeah, Get a yeah. fucking dollar bills out, y'all. <laughs> All right, question number three. What's the most mental thing that's happened on a night out that you want to share with everyone listening? <laughs> most mental thing. <laughs> that's out. That's, that's, out. that's yeah, out. Yeah, I'm racking my brain and there's nothing really that I can say publicly <laughs> without either being arrested or disowned by <laughs> my parents who will be listening to this. I think probably just the general mentalness back in the day, and it still happens very occasionally, is just coming home midday, <laughs> the, day, the day after. The day after. That, that's, you know, that's, that's where you know you've really overdone it and killed yourself, but I can't say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know the yeah. piss has been good. You boys know. Yeah, we know the score. Yeah. I think when you, like, when you say, we often found when we used to, when we went on holiday... When you're walking home from the club and you go into uh, you know fast food food joint, and we walked into a McDonald's and it was they were serving breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a double bacon extra cheese XL or whatever? And they're like, well, "We can do some hash browns and an egg if you want." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Sun's coming you up. Just people feel are, like utter scum as well. People, don't are you? Do, people are doing their shopping. You're covered in UV paint, some stag do <laughs> T-shirt, and it's just you know you you just look like trash, and yeah. people are just like. Oh, this is what's wrong with Or if you've been to the phone parties back in the day. Oh. And you just look like a drowned piss rat <laughs> going into McDonald's because that you have to go to McDonald's when you're 18 and you've just come out of a club. <laughs> oh, awful. The scenes, the scenes. Oh, man. Anyway, you happy to have a beer in your hand? Kick oh, it back. It's so nice to have a, a proper beer, a nice cold beer as yeah. well. Um you have got a fridge, though, haven't you? I, I have, and it is it is literally only got alcohol in it because <laughs> I, I'm not quite figuring out how to adult. Obviously, you boys know I, I bought the house last year in June, uh, and I really haven't... I feel like I'm just squatting there sometimes. <laughs> I, I haven't really accepted that I own a house and I'm a responsible adult yet. So I generally just buy snacks and beer. Uh, and with COVID, there's, like... You're not allowed people around, so you, you're not, like... I can't do a proper food shop yet. I yeah, just, I, I use COVID yeah, as a bit of an excuse to get out. Your fucking proper food shop will be terrible anyway. I mean, it's just going to be chicken a lot of chicken, nuggets, yeah. Beer. <laughs> and without the gym as well, because because you can't go to the gym, I'm like, do you know what? Fuck it. Rather than having something healthy, I can just have chicken nuggets or, or croissants <laughs> or pop tarts. <laughs> and then you find that you can buy all the all the pop tarts on Amazon, and then I start getting drunk and ordering all that stuff, and you've got to get through it. Yeah, I say, got be in, can I go to wait? <laughs> Your shit must be fucking hideous. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking pop tarts and chicken nuggets. And there's, there's a few carbs in there somewhere. <laughs> like he said, a fucking broom head mind. Yeah. Oh, like a well rendered wall. That was what Keith said, wasn't it? <laughs> oh man. You say you're no good at adulting, but when you first moved in, I came round for your sort of moving in party, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is the robot Hoover, and these are the smart lights, and this is the 75 inch TV." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you got your fucking priorities right because." You've got a fucking smart Hoover. You've got someone to turn the lights off and turn the fucking turn the oven on by your phone. So you don't really need a missus now, do you? Exactly. So people call it laziness. I call it efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> you have like literally every smart thing. So going. I, I mean, obviously, it a bit of a geek anyway. So I like all the techie stuff. And I always said when I buy when I eventually buy my own place, I want all the all the automated shit. So I bought the robot Hoover. Mate, shout out! It's great. It's like it what does. Is it? a, it's a UV Robovac. Can't remember the make, but it's it's really good. Like we, when I had it, I was at Mum's and we ran her Hoover, and everybody knows that your parents always have a badass Hoover. Yeah. And so she did did hers, and I set it off around the living room, and it was still picking quite a lot more up. So it seemed to be doing a better job than that. So and it's not just a fucking gimmick. No, no, it's actually quite good, um, and you can set it on your schedule, so you don't even have to worry about it. You just need to empty it and clean the filters. Um, it's great. And with the lights and stuff, you know, I, I always wanted the smart light and I love all that stuff. Alexa, turn so, the lights on. Yeah, all the lights by the toilet lights are on Alexa and the toilet lights are now changed to motion detectors. <laughs> so hell. when you just walk into the toilet, it just comes on. I like that. It, it's great. I do like that. It catches you out in the shower a little bit because it's just in the main main portion of the bathroom, not, oh, shit, not over the so shower. Yeah. So you're sometimes uh, doing your business in the shower and then the lights go off. Uh, and the first couple of times you have to remember that the house isn't haunted. It's just you've got a motion sensor light and forgot about it. I just want to roll back about three sentences there <laughs> when you said doing your business in the shower. Now I can deduce three things from that. You are washing, you are doing the other with the right hand, or you are squatting down and waffle stomping down the drain. It you just waffle stomping. The waffle stomp. It's obviously washing the hair. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's always scary. bitch in the shower, yo. Yeah, I'll wear glasses. It's always scary in the shower anyway because you can't see. And when the lights start flickering, you know. Might be a ghost. <laughs> you, you forget, you forget. Man, speaking about glasses, I'm going to run off on a tangent here, right? A little story from the week. So I'm turning, I'm turning ratchets on the, um, on the project I've got going at the moment. And I'm on, I'm on a radius arm bush. And I'm leaning on this ratchet as hard as I can to get this fucking bolt undone. And I'm leaning, I'm leaning, I'm pulling. I've got my arm round the fucking tower of the <laughs> ramp and I'm pulling and I'm pulling and all of a sudden... <laughs> ping! <laughs> no, even better than that. <laughs> the rubber handle of the ratchet <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> sl slides off <laughs> and I punch myself in the face. Kind <laughs> oh, of puffy spec ratchet you got going on? A draper expert, you know how it is. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so... I, I punched myself in the face and I'm dazed and confused for a couple of minutes and I sort of, I, I, you know, a few seconds and I open my eyes and my vision's all out of focus. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck's happened here? I'm like, shit, have I just fucking like really hurt myself with this ratchet? Turns out I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking, like, man, one eye is really out of focus. <laughs> I take my glasses off. I've just hit one lens clean yeah. out of my glasses. <laughs> we, we've all done, anyone with glasses knows this situation. When you hit yourself or, or you be, you get hit, or you walk into something, especially if you've had a beer, 
you have to do a couple of checks. You know, the normal ones that normal people do is you check, make sure no blood, am I all right? We have to make sure we can see. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. You know, you're not sure whether you're concussed, you've lost your glasses, the lens has come out, and then you're like, oh, shit, if I have hit him, how much does that cost? Because <laughs> these things ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. And then, so I've, um, from there, I, I sort of, you know, I, I'm doing the, doing the non, you know, no glasses shuffle <laughs> on the floor yeah. trying to find the lens. Find the lens. And I, I put, I was like, I couldn't get it back in because there's a little band underneath that snapped. So I was like, well, how am I going to get this fucking lens back into the top of the frame? So I decided that probably the best thing is to put it in the vise. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, put the lens and the glass in the vise. And it's a great big nine-inch jaw vise. And I'm tightening it and tightening it and tightening it. And it just clink. And I'm like, oh, finally it's gone in. And it did go in. However, I don't know if you can see. This is going to be great for the audio listeners. I have, I don't know where it is. Somewhere around here, I've knocked a great big chunk out of the corner. I can, I can see the chunk. <laughs> to, to confirm, I can see the chunk. So go to the opticians today, and I'm like, yeah, explain that I've inadvertently punched myself in the face. <laughs> and I put my glasses in a vice. Yeah, but yeah. I, she, I was, she was like, oh, that's amazing. How's that still in there? I was like, I put them in a vice and just tightened it up. And she looked at me like, you animal. <laughs> there I am, covered the in oil is, and shit. They look at you in disgust, but they're not shocked because they've, they've been through they've this. They've done it all before, exactly. And um, I sort of said, well, is there any chance you could? And they were like, no, nothing, pretty much nothing we can do. I was like, oh, okay. I, I think they've lost the art of repairing glasses now. I think they, they have. Just I mean, it, it's a throwaway yeah. culture we live in, yeah. definitely. I, I woke up, put mine on, and only one arm went on. And you, usually, you know, it's, well, not one arm it's, still it's at the a bedside table. Screw. It yeah. really is a tiny little screw. And I said, oh, can you just, can you fix that? And they said, oh, we've got to send them off for two weeks. I'm like, oh. You are kidding. So I'm on a spare pair, you know, basically blind for two weeks. Uh, but but usually, I swear, when I was younger, they would just, yeah, they would just no, stick yeah. a screw in it. They would just fix it. Well, um, everything now is... If it breaks, it's dead. Yeah. It's all white goods. It's all yeah, white that's goods it. Now. Like, our washing machine? Was it a washing machine? I think it's a washing machine. I she deals with all that. But it died. It was four Sexist. years four years old ish. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind buying a new one. Add a bloke round. Yeah, no, can't repair it. Even if he does repair it, in a few months' time, someone else will break. We'll be in the same position. Yeah. Buy an, a new one. An economical repair. Yeah, it's like an it. insurance job on your microwave, I, yeah. on your washing machine, isn't it? I took the top off it because I think some, like maybe bearing or something had gone wrong inside it. So I'm like, fuck me, I'm a mechanic. I can take this shit apart. Open the top of it, can't see nothing. Drum's sealed. Nah, fuck that, call someone. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, see, my... Uh, it's a really boring conversation now, isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> my white... Go- yeah, my, my dishwasher broke down. It's the one we bought with the house. And I was on a... I was on a... I don't know. I, get, I go through these phases of, like, doing certain things. And I was going through a phase of... I'm not fucking buying anything. Fucking hell. Back in the war, it was make do and mend. I'm going to make do and mend with this. Is that when you put your hoover on juice? Yeah, I've (laughs) I've rebuilt the hoover. It's 30 years old. I've rebuilt that from the ground up. And then I was like, right, I'm going to rebuild this fucking washing machine. So I'm I'm that sad, right? It was like flashing a load of lights. And, you know, mechanically minded like we are, it flashed lights in a certain sequence. I'm thinking that's a fault code. So I Google the fault code for my dishwasher. (laughs) So sad. What an evening that must have been. Oh, it is. Honestly, (laughs) if you were to spend any time in my house, you would be, oh, you'd be shocked. It's mad what we talk about. It goes on in there. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, right, Google the fault code, finds out that the heater has gone wrong in it. It's just cold washing everything. So the dishwasher's out on the floor on its side. I've pulled the fucking guts out of it. They're all strewn across the floor. Buy this part, and of course it won't fit. 
because it's a you know a generic made in China doesn't really fucking fit. <laughs> and China I, like, I made could, to fit. <laughs> I couldn't get these two pieces to fit together, and I was like, right, there's one way to do this. I start one in boiling water. And Did I start, you put it in a fucking vice? I put no. <laughs> I start. Well, I start one half in boiling water, and I start one half in a fucking freezer. <laughs> yeah. And then my god, I screwed it back together, chucked it back in. My missus was on to AO like as I was doing this because she knew that I'm an idiot. I'm ordering a new one. <laughs> yeah. She was re- she was willing to spend three hundred quid. All there with a 20 pound part from eBay. Uh, slamming it back together and yeah fucking job done, done. See, save yourself 300 quid you're the last of a generation because I'm definitely part of the white goods generation something like that <clears throat> nope I'd just buy a new one yeah I, I, I just won't get involved in now, it now now taking the last one apart then before I'd <clears> taken <throat> the dishwasher apart they're cheap just buy a fucking new one I mean my my limit of if it doesn't work I'll unscrew it all and then I'll go don't know what that does. Screw it back together. And hopefully at some point, there's probably, it's usually a simple wire. Hopefully at some point in that process, it'll ah. work. I did fix a Hoover by doing that exact thing. I took it all apart, unscrewed it all, put it back together, did absolutely nothing, and it works. That was not the robot Hoover. I won't touch that. <laughs> She's a gem. They got people in factories to do that. Yeah, yeah. Probably, so probably eight... small children in China to yeah, do that. Not... <laughs> That's not a cheap Hoover, I expect. Not that we agree with that. No, of course not. It was, I think it was about 250-ish. That is a cheap Hoover. Yeah, it's not bad, but by all accounts, you know, you go for a top-end Dyson, you're looking at more. Yeah, fucking hell. um, She insisted on buying a fucking G-Tech this time. Right. After it went to like 350 quid. I stopped asking. She's like, oh, should we get this attachment or that attachment? I'm like, I just don't care. It's just, uh, yeah, the, I mean, the only thing with the robot stuff is it doesn't do stairs. It doesn't fall down the stairs. I have tested it. It was very nerve-wracking. I'm, I'm waiting for the day if I put it upstairs, <laughs> I'll come down. It sounds like the start of EastEnders. <laughs> and then the Hoover will be at the bottom. It, it's eaten lots of cables and T-shirts. I've, I've shown you, yeah, if, so you have to make sure the floor is clear. So if there's an iPhone cable out... It will eat it, and then it will get send you a message on the on my phone saying <laughs> I, I'm stuck. Help me! <laughs> Help! Uh, and you go in to see it's like got half a t-shirt and, and a cable inside, it. <laughs> which has happened the first the first few times. So it, it, that is fucking funny. It trains like you that. to keep your house tidy. You wait, yeah. Curbs. I'm ever so sorry. I've eaten your firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that twenty pound note you left on the floor. It has gone. also chased me out the front door. Uh, so I opened. The, I was loading some stuff into the car. I had the the Hoover going, and it will get over small steps. So <laughs> it, it was going in that direction. I opened the door, and it just carried on. Off it goes down the drive. <laughs> Tara, see you later. She, yeah, she was on an adventure. <laughs> so, so I've got a really clean line on the front of my drive now. I'm Are going to fucking war. Have you ever watched Toy Soldiers? Uh, yes. I've got yeah, a yeah. fear of shit like that. It might come to life at some point. Oh, God, my house would be ridiculous yeah. with the amount of crap I've got in it. What is it? What's the quote from that film? Everything else is just a toy. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, it's uh, Tommy Lee Jones, isn't it? Who uh, is yeah, the yeah. main voice actor for that. Fantastic film. Absolutely fantastic. Small Soldiers. What was that, like, late 90s? Must be. It was, quite a, br- it was a kid's film. It was quite a brutal one. Yeah. It was, yeah. No, it felt like that shouldn't have been a kid's film. People... Fire in fire across yards, yards, yo. It is essentially killing and death. They just yeah. can get away with it because, oh, don't worry, it's, oh, a, it's toy. a toy. Like, you watch any of these, some of these films back now, like, have you ever watched Shrek back as an adult? Not really. Donkey! 
the amount of innuendo in that film is obscene. Oh, no, yeah, I think I have, it was I've probably made for the younger generation as well as. Well, that, that's the thing is, it's the a parents f- watching sort of thing. The thing is, it's quite clever, isn't it? Because the adverts are for kids. Oh, mum, dad, please let's go see Shrek. They go see Shrek, and the parents can laugh at all the innuendos, and the, and then you know their friends are going to say, oh, my kids want to go see Shrek. The parents are going to go, actually, it's a really funny film because yeah. there's a lot of stuff the kids won't understand. Because, you know, um, the little fucking Hitler in, in that, what's his yeah. name? Uh, Lord... Lord Farquaad. Farquaad. Yeah, Farquaad. It's Fuckwad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never realised that. <laughs> Until you're... In, if you rewatch all the children's films, you'll realise that they're actually disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they've got to make it insane. Yeah. The parents it, are just going to... Grease. Have you... We... Well, we Greece listen- is disgusting. No, That's not disgusting. But, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you um, have you listened back to that the the song the, the main song from Greece where you know they Sandy and Danny finally they they they, they re- not realise they go to the same school but they they do that little song when are, they're are like we talking how was your summer how was your <laughs> summer Danny. <laughs> Or well, like, even like the chicks of cream for Grease Lightning. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what a the, line! I used to sing that in the car as a kid. Yeah, no, I think bloody hell. And what's he saying? So we went. What was it? We went bowling down in the sand. He's giving it the old finger yeah. motion. Like, you know, oh, <laughs> fucking king. Or what gets me most about that film is that they're all like in their late twenties to early thirties. They're all meant to be playing like seniors, which are eighteen years old. And watching it back, you're just like, you know, it's that. very creepy with a man that's basically got full like four o'clock stubble. Yeah. Trying to play a sixteen to eighteen. <laughs> He's year probably old. shaving three times a day during <laughs> yeah, filming yeah. to look make himself look younger. What a fucking brilliant film. Though. Oh oh no, yeah, absolutely. Classic. A- absolutely I, I classic. was thinking about getting some overhead lifters. <laughs> and some four barrel carbs oh yeah that's it when he comes swinging in on that engine crane with a great big chrome block and they just drop it in somebody turns a wrench and it's just, it's just gone I it's think yeah. on pictures nobody's out there tinkering in the garage nobody's fucking timed the fucking distributor up or nothing just runs <laughs> it just runs that shit doesn't happen does, does that um, infuriate you seeing that it, stuff? oh some of the stuff you see like especially well, in films maybe soaps Coronation Street, that's a fucking bad one. I always remember when she used to watch it. Is it in general? It is bad. I'll agree. It, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? She Usually used to I would argue, but I'm it. off it. I'm, I'm clear of Coronation Street now. I'm proud to tell everyone. <laughs> How many weeks clean I've are been... you? I'm about six months out. <laughs> You're weaning yourself off with a bit of Hollyoaks, like. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Damn you, Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> there was in Webster's Autos, was it? Yeah. The garage. Big fucking sign. Clutches while you wait. What a fucking ridiculous statement. Have you ever thought maybe they're just really good? No. <laughs> it just... A clutch is going to take you four or five hours on a nice, easy thing. Maybe Saxo-wise, you'll cut that in half. I mean, you could wait. No. <laughs> Fuck off. Get out of the office. Go away. Drop your car off. Go away. They all work next door in the, in the factory... Stitching knickers anyway. <laughs> I, I know the layout. The layout. Well, yeah, but why have they got a fucking car then? And they all live on the same fucking street. Because at the end of the year, they have to crash it and make a big deal out of it. That's why they have cars. Ah. Uh, <laughs> just. You have to have a Christmas special and it has to have a cra- car crash or a train wreck or, or somebody something dies. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good little caveat. We're going to talk about cars now. And everyone who's listening that doesn't like cars is going to groan like fuck. Give us half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you so, might want to fast forward for the next 20 minutes to half hour. We know you like your cars. Yes. 
it's a it's it's an odd selection. It's, um, yeah, to say the least. So I just bought an Audi TT. I'm not sure if uh, I know I told Marlon because I'm still yet to get the bad news from him. Every every time I buy a car, I go, Marlon, I need you to to give it the once over to see how bad it is. I think this one's all right. It seems to be okay. You had a quick look. Yeah, I had a quick look around. It looks pretty tidy. Got a bit of a bargain right. on that. Marlon said it's the one eight. Uh, two two five, yeah, two two five, bam engine. engine. It, it sound, it makes. Do you know what? It's the first car in a long time. You remember when you were like eighteen, nineteen, and you buy a new car and you're really excited. You want, you just want to go out and drive just for no reason. Yeah, I've got that feeling again because it makes cool turbo noises. It's quite quick. It's it's fun, uh, and I've been driving around. I've got a BMW X five, which is not fun, but it it does everything you need it to. It's you know. Reg will understand with the Range Rovers. It does what you need it to, although his has got a pumping V8, mine's not. Has <laughs> well, uh, some dirty-ass diesel motor. You know, generally, 90% of the time, you're just cruising around in the Beamer, but it's just boring driving it normally. And I like stupid stuff, and I like to have fun. You do like stupid um, stuff. I mean, where do we start? <laughs> uh, just, just quickly before you go into that. Uh, obviously, with all the with everything being shut during COVID, and now you only a TT. Is there any chance you could sort me out a nice sick fade at all? You know what with your new ha- newfound hairdressing skills? I, c- I can help. I, can help. <laughs> I mean, you have just bought some new clippers, so we can we can do a, a number two all over. Or if, if you trust me with clippers, f- then I'll, I'll go. Fade. My hair is getting out of control. <laughs> I mean, how bad is it now? I've not seen it in a while. No, is it? I would take it off, but I've got to take the headphones off, my hat off. I'll show you later. Is I'll it like later. nearly a foot of throw? Oh, mate, it's hideous. <laughs> Just goes out as well, Marlon. It looks yeah. like he's been electrocuted constantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's getting to the point now, there's no point in putting anything on it to try and tame it. You remember Marty from uh, Home Alone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he sticks his foot, when, uh, when uh, the, uh, Kevin electrocutes him. Yeah. It, if, he, if he does, if he kind of pulls out with his fingers a little bit, that is the old wire brush, yeah, it's just like that. I mean, to be fair, I managed to grow a beard in lockdown, which I'd never tried. It's mm-hmm. it's not too long at the moment because it's been trimmed by myself. Oh, but uh, it, I actually realised that I hit puberty at 28, <laughs> which is great. Woo! And I grew. I think it, you could it would be classed as a beard, which was which was fun. <laughs> <laughs> never thought I'd hit that point in my life. So where do we start with the cars? Well, where, I got a question first. All right. What is one car that you wish you never sold? I think I know the answer. The wish I never sold? I, I think it might be the judge. It, it would be the judge because it was... So the, the judge for, for everybody listening was my s- third car, second proper one. It was a Honda Civic Coupe. <laughs> it was bright blue, had a massive exhaust, had pink wheels. It was loud as anything, obnoxious as anything, and it, it was, was an absolute Asbo car. And it was, I was pulled over every single week that I owned it. Every, I owned it for a year, and every single week I was pulled over at least once without fail. And rightly so. Had all the gay stickers on it. Just everything. for having those wheels on by the same time. It was thing. like yeah. genuine budget Fast and Furious. Oh, it was awful, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And yeah, I guess we're all probably the same. You look back and you sell it, and like, I sold it for £700 or something, and... Now I should have just kept fucking, it. Yeah. It's not worth anything now. It's just for nostalgia's sake because it was yeah. hilarious and it was just so obnoxious and I like annoying people and it was the perfect car. That's it. But back <laughs> in the day, like seven hundred quid, that's a lot of money. Yes, yeah, it's to, still a lot of money to, nowadays. But to, yeah, you know, but like now you're in a position where you've got a house. You're probably 
you're a lot better off than you were. Yeah, your, your budget's You look at some of the stuff which you've sold, and I should have just fucking kept it. Yeah. I mean, the only other one which I never managed to sell is the Vauxhall Omegas you love on. You oh. know I love an Omega. <sighs> yeah. Best cars in the world, Fuck. 100%. They are tanks. It was amazing. I bought, I've had two. They were both four or five hundred pounds. They're two and a half liter V6, not fast. Uh, rear wheel drive, and you can absolutely drive the ass off them, and you can push them right to the limit, which isn't very far, but that's the fun of driving. There's, if you were to get into a, a Nissan GTR, don't get me wrong, it'd be really fun. You're never going to get close to the limit because you're not you, a professional it. driver. And if you do, and if on you have a whoopsie, you're dead. Normal roads. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Amiga, you could completely legally push it right Go to the limit. Go flat out because it had no power. Yeah, and it's hilarious spinning one round or... And also, at the time, all of our mates had crap cars, so yeah. there's nothing further than coming up to a set of red lights so, yeah. and just smashing Dunk. straight into the back of them and pushing them straight through it. it it's just the fun of dicking around, isn't it? It yeah. makes you, takes you back to your, your first days of driving where you're all in little hatchbacks just out for the fun of it. I was thinking about my first car earlier because I was talking to someone... Kind of reminiscing a little bit. What were you, a Saxo? Yeah, I had a 1.1. Nice, nice. Saxo. Three stud, mind. (laughs) Nice. Had the spoiler in it, I had. By the time I'd finished with it, we had two 12-inch subs in the back and a 10. Uh, There were three 6x9s on a parcel shelf, two 6x9s in the rear quarters, and then two, like, 17-centimetre components in it. What a fucking weapon. That's oh. what it was about, though, back in the day, wasn't it? About yeah. fitting as many speakers into as small a car as you possibly can. Big-ass green neon lights behind a grill. It was a cool time. It was, it was a, a fun fucking time weapon. Well. It was a fun time. It was. I do, I do miss spending nothing yeah. on shit. I, and I don't think kids are doing it nowadays. I mean, not well, that everything I hang seems around to be in... finance. Yeah, well, this is back to the white goods things, though. Uh, we all probably... Another riveting topic we've covered yeah, on yeah. this podcast. We all... Do you remember when you were insuring it? You were buying your first car, you bought a £400, £500 car, and then it was £2,000 for insurance. Yeah. You can now get a Corsa on finance for less than £200 a month, which is what you'd have paid for your insurance. Yeah. In a brand new car, you'd be stupid not to. Yeah, that, yeah that's it. Like I think my Saxo, I bought that for... Six and a half hundred quid. Insurance was something like twelve hundred quid. Yeah, that was cheap. Yeah, I should say. I might. Uh, one of my cousins paid nearly three thousand pounds for a Fiesta one point three Mark Four. I think I was two, just over two grand for a one point two Clio. Jesus. Fuck. And yeah, I mean, I was lucky. You know, I I don't know how people paid back in the day. I guess parents. I I had a job from sixteen. Um. And I thought I was the richest person in the world. I was earning fourteen and a half thousand pounds a year, and 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 I could have, you know, I I could afford that then. But everybody that went to college, yeah, how no, the hell would you get two hundred pounds a month just for insurance and then fuel? Yeah, and then your tax and yeah, if it yeah. breaks because it will break. I mean, breaking at that age, it's the cars are so rubbish. You just yeah. try and do it. You know, we all probably spent most of our time down the scrapyard buying. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. The, I the, lo- the local well. bre- the local breakers yard. Go yeah. down there and you'd be pulling bits off, and you'd be, you know, trying to find some really tiny, expensive switch and pull that out. This is what we've got. Oh yeah, about a fiver. That'd be a good day out. It would be. Mm. It would. It was a great day out. I missed my first car, man. I had a I had a Lupo 
Nice. Yeah, I, I always a, wanted one of them. I had a Lupo Sport, and it was the one with the. Yeah, I was hell bent. My because it's a bit of a, a bit of a weird story. We, um, my family, when I was younger, we all went on holiday, and we walked down this very, very, really backwater little, you know, wooded area. Yeah. And there was a little house in this wooded area, and in this, um, in this sort of area, was a tiny little garage, and it was open face, and there was a bright green Fantasia Lupo and it had a for sale sticker on it and it was covered in mold and no one had ever looked at this car of course my old man goes in how much more for it car then anyway my old man buys a car on holiday covered in moss covered in moss (laughs) done like 40,000 miles or something stupid and I can't remember how much you paid for it it was pennies and he was like that's your first car and it was bright green and it was one litre and I said absolutely fucking not <laughs> i had my own money at this point and i said he was he was always of the opinion you buy your own car you buy your own car yeah, you yeah. buy your own car and he says i've bought you a car and i was like it's very kind of you dad and i very much appreciate that but it's bright fucking green it's a one liter <laughs> it's got steelies ew <laughs> so, so, but, but what came from that was i did sort of fall in love with the idea of the lupo it was small it was compact and then i found out they did a gti version yes 1.6 yeah. 125 brake horsepower six speed with lever seats and that thing was absolutely stunning but that cool little things i did hear on the uh, other podcast you were looking at one as well uh i yeah <laughs> i still am looking but we bailed did that, on one, yeah? did that uh, one sell uh, no it didn't it didn't hit reserve so right. i've still got my eye on it but yeah, so and I sort of fell in love with the idea of a Lupo, and then I found out they did a Lupo Sport, which was, you know, it was a, a 1.4, and it had a 100 brake horsepower engine. Uh, which was a lot back in the day. It was. It, it really, it, I mean, it didn't really shift, but it went fast for what it was, a tiny little car. Yeah. Um, and I fell in love with having one of these. So I sent, uh, when my old man went out to buy another Range Rover, he stopped off on the way and picked up my little Lupo for me. And it was an immaculate example. It had done 50,000 miles. It was spotless all the way around. And I can say absolutely, wholeheartedly, I fucking ruined that car. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair to say we all did that on our first car. I, but I cut the cat out of it. I cut the bat box out of it. Put this cussing great bean can on the bat. I put a boot build in it. I <laughs> Hell yes. yeah, got it. Yeah, filled, got the, filled the bat full of LPG tanks because we had LPG tanks where we lived at the time. So it ran on 50 pence a litre of fuel. <laughs> I put this cussing great sub in there, this great big JBL GTO amp that was all backlit. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> you lift the boot and it was proper fast and furious. Yeah. Need for Speed Underground too. You have this great dun, big dun, sub. Dun, 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 dun. It was, uh, <laughs> I bet you thought you were King Ditch. I did. And I, <laughs> I earthed the amp to the LPG tanks. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, so you, at this point, you're a mobile bomb. And then, of course, because the car was red and the seats were red, they had like a special red interior that it had. I obviously had to put a red light as the interior light. So every time you clicked it on and I had a bird in the passenger seat, it was like, it looked like a fucking knocking <laughs> shot. <laughs> Come on into Reg's Lupo and... <laughs> <laughs> What's my name, bitch? Oh, them seats were stained. Oh, dear. <laughs> Never had to wipe off back in those days. <laughs> Maybe I like it raw. Oh, fucking hell. So yeah, what'd you buy after the... Uh, after the after the judge so it it all gets very confusing so i had the judge then i got into the drifting stuff so the first thing you buy is an mx5 uh that's a story in itself yeah Yeah. it's 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 very hairdressery so that was um okay but i put it on coilovers and i they said how low do you want it i said well 
I want it as low as it can go. And, and they did that. I couldn't even get over a Coke can uh, that was lying down. I would, I would be all over that um, and drag it down the road. Uh, hubcaps, anything like that, I would drag them down the road. So you, it, it was unusable. And then combined, you got pulled over as well. Did, did you get a section 59 in that? So there's a good story about it. So I had a welded diff. Um, so that locks the rear wheels. So it makes you skid, makes you skid around. Uh, that wasn't comfortable with zero suspension because you're just constantly juddering when you're going around the corner. Uh, so I went out one night uh, by myself, um, thought it's quiet, it's wet, went up to a local roundabout, thought I'm really good. I'm go I've been learning to drift. I'm going to send small it. roundabouts. I thought I've been learning to drift. I can do donuts and stuff. So I absolutely sent it around this, this big roundabout. And, uh, you know, if, to me, it felt like I was DK in Fast and Furious. And I'm pretty sure it looked close. Uh, and I, I come off the roundabout and I just see these headlights coming onto the roundabout and then instantly they're behind me. Whoop, whoop. Lights go on, unmarked police car. I, you know, poo is everywhere in the car <laughs> at this point. I've just been caught. So it's, uh, it's a female copper and a male. The female was clearly learning. She was kind of following his lead and he let her run with it so I am just sucking his dick basically <laughs> I am I say, I'm so sorry I'm going to say you turned on the charm with the woman no I just went Mate, straight hey, baby girl. you know me <laughs> just, just taking length so um, so, I said I'm so sorry it just slipped out but you know, it just slipped out from underneath it was rear wheel drive first time he said mate we just watched you go around there twice <laughs> <laughs> I said alright fair that. enough and I said oh, I, I, I didn't use my car for, for work at the time well only to drive, but I wasn't travelling. So I said, oh, I use it for work, trying to get out of everything, because he, he initially said he's going to do me for dangerous driving and give me points. Um, and then it went down to section 59. Anyway, I literally sat in the back of this Beamer, shitting myself, begging, basically. Uh, and they said Don't they were going to... send me to jail! <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I just, you know, caught red-handed, didn't really... Although in the judge, I was pulled over multiple times, I was actually legal, mm. whereas this time I was caught red-handed. So, yeah. and I got away with it. They, they said they were going to send me a section 59, so I spent the next month going through all the posts before mum and dad could get to it. So I didn't get <laughs> Those are the days, man. Those are the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah we've all been through that point and we were been pulled over and waiting for a waiting for a So yeah, got away with that. Um, so that's the MX-5. Then I brought a 330 Beamer E46. Boring. Really? Oh, see, that was as I was, when I was at my first car, a friend of mine had a 330 and that E46 and I wanted one so badly. What, what's so boring about them? So at that They're time, I was going, yeah, I wanted rear wheel drive. I wanted, at that, at that point in your life, it was all about power as well. And that was the most powerful thing I could buy that I could insure at the time. At, I think it was 19 or 20. And it was a, I was trying to get an S14, but I couldn't find one. I remember that because you went right to look price. at one at yeah, we went London, to Birmingham uh, yeah, uh, with a friend and uh, had to make a quick exit because we made a ridiculous offer on this car because it was hanging and well, you know, uh, got surrounded by what some... people in Birmingham are like. <laughs> yeah, got surrounded by some unwanted people and uh, yeah, we, we basically ran and escaped. Um, so I bought the Beamer and it, it was great. It was 230 horsepower. It was fun. It, it was clean. Was, it, it was, was very clean. clean. Yeah, uh, until it got paint strippered. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Got that. Never found out who did that, but I think it was... I, I don't know. I don't even care now, to be fair. Yeah. Water <laughs> um, on the bridge. But it was. It did everything really well, but it just had no character. It was really, really boring. It There was just no fun. Yeah. There was no pizzazz or anything in. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It just did everything quite okay. 
So it, it was an okay car. And that this is where it gets confusing because I can't really remember what happened. That was when I started buying, I had, I think at one point I had an Omega on the go, a Vitara, a K10 Micra, one litre of pure oh, yeah. fury. Oh, yes. Love a K10 Micra. Ah, mate. So, so this is when I was just buying crap because I got to a point where I realised, you know, I wasn't interested in power. I realised I can insure anything now. And I've got a little bit of money and I realised that you can buy lots and lots of crap for like between £500 to a, to a grand. So I just started bu- pummeling through rubbish. Um, the Vitaras are cool. That was a big 4x4, yeah. that, you know, the, the race truck we called it. Yeah. Two litre V6. No exhaust. Two litre V6. Yes. yes. How small are those pistons? They're tiny. Very, very small. Japanese are sufficient. That was, a, that was a good little truck. It had the biggest tyres. I think I went through four or five sets yeah, of tyres Yeah, that's because you that. kept buying Chinese tyres. Kept buying Chinese tyres. They kept getting holes in them, but they would replace them. And they were like £40 a corner, and they were great big mud pluggers. It never got stuck. No. Never got, I didn't even have to go into four-wheel drive in most places. Um, and then we, we nearly killed that at Salisbury. We yeah, came back. you ended up punching both of the top mounts out of it. Yeah, apparently that's quite an impressive thing to do. Was it with a... Were the towers rusted or? No. No, it was clean. <laughs> you, know, you got your top mount rubber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both of them punched through. That is no... How hard did you come down on well, the front end? to fucking jump Oh, it. yeah, I was doing jumps. Ah. If, if you're going to go off-roading, you've got to kill it. So, luckily, it had a strut Go hard race. to go home, yo. So, they punched so hard into the strut race. It, it did it in Salisbury. Then I drove, what, Salisbury? 60 miles-ish? Yeah, something I, like I that. I think something like that. So, I drove 60 miles with two top mounts just hanging out the... The top, they just punched themselves so hey, hard. It's into knocking the a little race. bit, Marlon. It's knocking a little bit. Yeah, it was solid. They they, they weren't moving though. They were stuck no, in yeah, there. Yeah, um, and I think it was only running on three cylinders because it got a bit of water in it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that was where the top mounts went through. I'd jump it and land in a puddle. Uh, so that was cool. Then obviously the Omegas, the five hundred pounds. Shitters. Just don't care about it. Just go wild. Um, then I, then I bought the Chaser, the import, mm. somewhere along the line. What a stunning a nice vehicle that was. How did that even come about? So I was saving up for one anyway. Then I got made redundant, and I realised that I can buy one of those without spending too much of the redundancy money, and I found another job anyway. So I started looking online, and you know I like quirky stuff. I don't like... Your normal run-of-the-mill. Yeah. You want something nobody even knows what the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So I started looking, and I thought, Chaser, that's the one. Um, so I'm looking at all the imports. This is when imports were actually feasible. So I started looking, found this one, and it had done 42,000 miles. Um, the company that, that was selling it, they basically went on a trip to Japan to find some cars, saw this, this Chaser in the garage, thought it was so clean, so they bought it there and then. And they were going to import it over for themselves, and then I um, made them an offer and and bought it while it was on a boat somewhere in in the sea. And uh, it was quite a scary moment when you spent more money. Just I think I paid half first, and that yeah, was more money than I'd ever spent on a car. And, and you I hadn't even fucking seen, seen it. I haven't even. I didn't even see any pictures bar what they had in Japan. So it was. You actually, but you're, you're basically buying it so unseen. Yeah, completely, completely yeah. unseen. I'm just going from from what they say. You and know. probably the most money you've spent, you know, if close, if not the most money you've spent in your life on a single yeah. thing, and you've never seen what you're buying. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, so I did that, and and it worked out all right. It was really, really clean. Um, one Jay Z. That's yeah. all you need to know. Oh shit! 
Manual R154 gearbox, if that means anything to someone. That, that's the boy. And it was really cool and it was fast. Uh, so I had that for a couple of years and we, we did, we've all done weddings with all of our cars and that because you had the Evo and the range. Yeah. Yeah, we did some weddings. Did some weddings, did... Was that, was, that the, was that the wedding where everyone did a burnout as they left, apart from me? And me. <laughs> yeah. And oh, them, yeah, no, them, and we, were, we were four-wheel drive. Oh, four-wheel so. drive, bitches, I ain't uh, breaking yeah, but, a drive train on that. <laughs> but even you even you managed to make noise when you were leaving. I just made like a... <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, it was like the Asbo crew and then the four-wheel drive boys at the back. That's <laughs> <laughs> it, because um, the blue VXR was there, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that thing so let's well. go baby so yeah um and then also got rid of that and bought a house um to be honest i i didn't the chaser was great to begin with though but i i, I did find it quite it was too scary because it was so much money that's it mate same as evo yeah you can't drive them fast on uh, a public road i didn't want to leave it, it anywhere track. yeah it was just it was a burden by the end of it so yeah. got rid of that made money because it was an import and imports just going up and up uh and then I'm in the sensible BMW, and then I bought a stupid Audi TT hairdresser's car. Well, actually, I bought an MX-5 and then swapped that for an Audi TT. I got a bargain on that. <laughs> Absolutely ripped the guy off, basically. Yeah. He, he, so he said he'll take part exchange against this Audi. It was up for cheap anyway. So I sent him a message about the MX-5, told him the truth, you know. There's no point lying. Went and met him, and he said, I do not want the MX-5. Anyway, 10 minutes of some tough negotiation later. He you takes are the, the negotiation king, <laughs> I must admit. I, I, I really enjoy negotiating, especially when I just don't give a, a fuck, really. Yeah. Like, if you don't care, then it doesn't matter. I say, so, at the end of the day, you, you're not that arsed if you get it or not. Yeah, the Audi was, nice I was actually it. quite good because I really wanted one. I, I basically, I was looking for a you track You really car. wanted a TT? Well, so it came about as a, I, I wanted to go on track because all you, you boys have been doing the track day stuff. And I bought the MX-5 for that, then swiftly realized that I don't fit in an MX-5 with a helmet. And a, you want a roll cage, really, because just in case. Uh, and I, don't, I just don't fit. But do you really need a helmet if you look a helmet? Well, <laughs> there's the thing. So I remember back to Gran Turismo. One, the only car that I could drive was the Audi TT because it was four-wheel drive and we didn't understand how rear-wheel drive works, so you would just face the opposite way. Oh, was that on uh, Gran Turismo 4? Yes, yes it was always I the starting car. Absolutely agree with you because when I used to do that, I used to, uh, on Gran Turismo, I found I could never drive anything well on that apart from the R32 Golf. Yeah, it had because to be four-wheel drive. exactly the same drivetrain system. It was four-wheel drive and you throw it into a corner and it just stuck. Yeah, because we didn't understand what rear-wheel drive and front-wheel drive were. Front-wheel drive... All I knew is if the wheels at the front, I couldn't turn. If the wheels were at the back, I'd turn too much. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if the wheels were on all four corners, then I could actually race. So I've always had a bit of a love for those. So I kind of decided on Saturday I was going to buy one and picked one up on Thursday. So, yeah, it's So cool. you've bought a one and three-quarter ton track car? Yeah. It's got some power. Yeah, I'll get it remapped. I'll have a I'll have a play, and if you start taking the piss at me on track, I'll take you out. <laughs> <laughs> T bone bitches. <laughs> Just a nice side swipe. Uh, you ain't even better keep up with me. In the five grand one seven two clear, is it? Or one eight two clear? It's actually it's one eight two. Let's get it right. Come I'll on. get you in the pits. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll pit maneuver you in the I'm pits. I'm fucking changing tires, and you're like, right? Just Audi TT. Yeet. Boom, straight in the side of it. <laughs> So Catch me outside. Have so you said that you um, sold the chaser to obviously go on and buy a house. 
Um, obviously, you're a single bloke. You've bought a house on your own. That is no small feat in this day and age because, like, our parents would say, like, oh, you know, I bought a house by the time I was this and I, I paid the I paid the thing off. And this is back when <laughs> houses cost, like, six quid in a Freddo bar. Yeah, it was, like, double your annual wage, wouldn't it? House yeah, back exactly. In the so, so tell us a bit more about that about how, how how the fuck you basically did it, really. It was, I just kind of said to myself a couple of years ago that I needed to move out. Out of stir and talk with yourself, right? And I was just like, and, and to be honest, I you know, I've always been quite good with savings. I've never been in debt or anything. So I just started saving. And, and even, you know, I own a pretty good wage for around here. I still cannot buy a house or 100% to myself. It had to be the part help, help to buy. So I own 50%. Uh, I can buy more of it when I want to, but that's the only way that anybody on by themselves or even as a couple is really going to get into yeah, a, into they, a property. Could, yeah, yeah, unless you unless you're going to be you know unless you put hella deposit. Down. Yeah, unless you're going to yeah. be unless you're going to be helped out with your deposit by you yeah. know parent. And there are there are people out there who have saved couples that have saved religiously for multiple years and smack their deposit down themselves. Yeah, but I mean, you know, even they, they are few, they are few and far between. It's still. T- I mean, I had a pretty chunky deposit and I still couldn't get. Couldn't get much, um, just because house prices are so expensive. You yeah, know? for a for a flat, it's like over a hundred grand, and it's four and a half times your wages now. So do the maths. Yeah, anyone listening in the north is now going to be thinking, <laughs> "Fucking snobs." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not hard, but it's been weird moving moving into a house in COVID because obviously, when we were allowed people round, I had a couple of people round, but it was I think it was when it was a rule of six. Because uh, I yeah. missed the initial ones. Yeah. So I've not really had the proper housewarming or anything. So June 21st, boys. Hala, hala, bling, bling. It's easy. I, I'm literally a stone throw away from, from where we are now. So we can have some, some pretty mega parties. Well, what we'll soon. do is we'll just get... I'll, I'll buy 100, meet, 100 metres of beer line. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just, just, run I'll just run it off the draft system up here. Just drill a hole straight into your wall. And we're just... There yeah, you go. Job done. So yeah, it's it's been weird in COVID, but again, I've been using the houses. I was speaking to you boys earlier. I, I haven't really figured out how to adult yet. As we know, I've got a robot Hoover. My lights turn themselves on. I think I was saying to Marlon the other day. I re- oh, he so wanted I, I, the fucking blind so this, thing. So I woke up and it was it was light outside, um, but I've got blackout curtains. So the usual person, I thought, I think I was hung over. So I was like, I'm just going to lie in bed for a few hours or an hour, watch TV. But I wanted some light in here. I didn't want to have to turn the light on because that would have involved having to tell Alexa to turn the light on. So I decided that I need to find a solution for this. So I've now found a device. I haven't bought it yet that you can, it, it opens your curtains for you. <laughs> <laughs> I found a robot to open your curtains Are for you. Are you fucking serious? It's efficiency. It's not laziness. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But it's cool, isn't it? It, 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 it's it, it, cool, it's yeah. really sad, but it's like. But at wow. the same time, you are you you know you're a single bloke living on your own, and if I was in your position, I would be buying all of this fancy tech. Yeah, living my best life. Yeah, because yes. it, if it was up to me, my entire kitchen would be gloss black, chrome, and red, or, or and, <laughs> yeah. and brushed steel, like a fucking diner. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. but you know, we we all have to With uh, roller we, skates. <laughs> Yeah, and a little, a little fucking thing you press for the, for the woman to come over. Like, but no, we have to. I have to bow to the uh, authority of the house, and so we'll be able ra- to do that. It'll be rose gold, and um, yeah, we're, we're duck egg blue. <laughs> fucking you duck that, egg though. blue. It's sometimes these, you know, that when they say, not that I've got a missus, but if they say 
this is how you should do it. You think that sounds crazy, but if you let them roll through it, you, when it's done, you're like, oh, actually, that sound that yeah. actually does actually look okay. She oh, wanted no. a fucking red kitchen, and I was like, all right, because I, I got at the end of the day without being sexist, like. Um, my missus and your missus, they do most of the cooking in the house, if not all the cooking in the house. That's their area. Yeah. If they want it well, if they want it that way, they can have it that way. I'm not going to kick up a fuss. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Oh, that I just... Oh, he's just, in trouble um, now. Just listen back to how that sounded. Didn't sound good. <laughs> that is their domain. Not domain. Uh, Compare it to this is Reg's bar. Right, yeah, so exactly. it's yeah. Molly's kitchen. We're fucking lazy. <laughs> they sort us out. Yeah, yeah. That, that you know... They, oh yeah, there's no good way to phrase this. They spend most of their time in the fucking kitchen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> no, she does Basically, she does all the cooking. That's where she spends her time. If she wants a kitchen a certain way, she can have the kitchen a certain way, and I will pay for half, if not more, of that. Yeah. Because that's how it is, and that's how she wants it. But yeah, as a as a single bloke, I suppose you can have robot fucking curtains. I can basically do what I want. It's great, and I've not gone too wild yet. How far uh, off are have you? Have you got a one of these sex dolls yet? Literally, the question I was about to ask. <laughs> no L- shit. Literally about to roll with my tongue. <laughs> How far are you away from a big titted, fucking tatted up Japanese fucking? I've, I've been doing all right. I've been doing all right. Obviously, I've not broke any COVID rules, so I've not <laughs> of course. seen any women since March last year. So uh, yeah, it's, it's not got not got close to that yet. <laughs> See, you already need to buy a new insert for your flashlight because you bored it out. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> just need to keep buying new socks <laughs> <laughs> and yet it's not from walking yeah, yeah, yeah. oh dear Reg uh, we got guest beer tonight haven't we shit we have fuck I totally forgot oh, I'm going to disappear now get me the guest beer because I'm nearest the fridge exciting stuff yeah. we'll just go to a uh, quick break a minute I reckon and we're back we are back. Reg- Guest lager tonight, then. I have been what to we the got, Reggie Reg? Fridge. I've been to the fridge, and I have got us something that you picked up from Tesco's. It is Brewdog Lost Lager. It is a 21st century pilsner. United we stand for better beer. Fiercely defiant and independent. Lager like it should be. Is there any description on this? Uh, let's have a little look. Brudenel on, wherever the fuck that is. Oh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't even sound like somewhere English, but... There are some f- I thought Brewdog oh. were, uh, were an English company. I thought they, they, they were are, but I don't, I don't know where... Uh, but people, look at some of this writing. In, people in the comments now are like, you fucking idiots. I live in Elon. <laughs> this, <laughs> not is, even, this is not even pronounced it right. than yeah. I usually do anyway. It's actually yeah. Elon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little... Oh, that sound. Let's have a go then. Oh yeah, it's definitely a fucking Brewdog. It's a bougie beer. It's not as punchy as I thought it would be. I, I do you know what? I quite like that. I don't usually like all these new sh- niche craft lagers and beers and stuff because they're a bit. That's a little bit more subtle than most things I've had. Anything I've yeah. had a few brew dogs before, and they really fucking smack you in the face with yeah. the flavour. Yeah, and I'm, that's a lot more subtle. I'm. De- I mean, I've turned into a real bitch with my lager recently. Anyway, it used. I, I, it's all light stuff now. It's cause light, yeah. bud light, all that. I've, well, I've I think in... the fault with that is we went to America mm. and we drank an awful lot of that shit and it's really easy to drink. It's so dangerous. The thing is, the percentage-wise, it's not much less than normal lager, but then you go to the pub and you, you neck 10 or so pints and you 
de- debilitate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get yourself into a right pickle quite quickly because it yeah. goes down so so easily. I think, as you can see from the, uh, well, there's obviously no video at the moment, but there will be, and hopefully this will still be here when we do have... Uh, I I'm assuming you boys have got pictures for your Instagram. Oh, we do. Yeah, um, yeah, we got a couple. We are currently surrounded by well over 100 bottles of Corona and Corona boxes stacked up to the roof. So myself and Marlon have uh, worked ourselves quite an incredible drinking tolerance for when, you know, when lockdown is lifted. We go to the pub and most people will be, you know, as Keith said it, a two-can Van Damme. <laughs> and myself and Marlon will be stood there on point 12 being like, oh, have one more for the road, yeah, I reckon. ain't nothing, bitches. Do you know what? There's something to be said we're keeping in training. I've been uh, <clears throat> keep, great. keeping into lockdown stuff, but I've been drinking, I've uh, got to sound like an alcoholic, but heavily. <laughs> as with some people have throughout yeah. lockdown but it's not changed rather than going to the pub I've joined my support bubble because yeah. I live alone so I've been having beers most weekends so my, my tolerance is still right there but uh, I know a friend said he, he'd been drinking recently he had, a, he had a cut like four beers and he said he was feeling a bit bit on the piss already <laughs> a bit keen like there's going to be a lot of that in there yeah fucking hell see it says it says 21st century pilsner on this um Having drank a lot of Pilsner over in Prague, obviously. Yeah. And, oh, I love you know, Prague. But I wouldn't say it's a Pilsner. I wouldn't go as far. I mean, they might call it a Pilsner. It might be technically a Pilsner. Yeah, def- by definition. I'm not really getting that kind of, that real hard-hitting sort of like, you know, they call it lost lager. Uh, I think the, the Pilsner is more lost than anything. It's... That sounds really cunty, doesn't it? <laughs> I've, really, I've really shit on brew dog there on that one. But... I think it's. I don't usually like brew dogs, but I was. Yeah, I'm not. I would never order fan. this. Like order brew dog in a pub. But if I now I know that this is actually a lighter one and it's more lagery, I would no, probably have a oh, pint of that. Oh, I, I, I'm not taking away from it. I'm enjoying it. It's a delicious drink, but I think pilsner is a stretch. Personally. Yeah, he's pushing it. Because yeah. when we had, um, oh, the old fucking strap a pram on. Yeah, we had um, a strap a pram on. Um, we were drinking a Pilsner Eurocal, which is obviously the pinnacle of Pilsner because it is the original Pilsner. When I taste that, you know where you are and you know exactly this is what a Pilsner should taste like. Yeah, I don't I don't care what any of these craft breweries want to call a Pilsner or what they want to fucking, you know, change it and derive it to. I shit a lot of it as well, I think. I, I think it's, We've it's, added hoppy extracts of arsehole and vagina to this one. It's a way to chuck an extra couple of pounds on a half yeah. a can. I'd say what I drank the other day, it was a, it was a brew dog. Um, it was a marshmallow chocolate cake or something, uh, stout. Right. And honestly, it's to like God, a fucking dessert. Honest to God, I, it was a 440 can and I chucked it in and it was horrendous. I couldn't finish it. It's it was quite a thick. What is a stout? A stout is, uh, so Guinness, Guinness is a stout. Yeah, yeah. Murphy's is a stout. There are various other stouts out there, I'm sure, but. I tried it and I, I drank half of it, shut the rest away. It was fucking vile. I don't know That's where. Like they on... try to add all these magic things in. Stop fucking with stuff. It yeah. Sometimes it doesn't need to be niche. It just needs to be. It needs to be good. good. Nice. It needs to be drinkable. And I mean, some people will probably say, "Oh, you lot are just conditioned to drinking fucking shit," which you know, true, yeah, maybe as to the two hundred Corona bottles around us at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we can probably, if you saw what I could see, you can probably attest to, but. I, uh, I think that I think these craft brews are just pushing too far into it and trying to make too many weird and niche and uh, fucking peculiar drinks. And everybody's doing it now as well. I saw yeah. Bapa Laughs has bought his own. I'm quite keen to try his because he's a lager man, so he might have actually created something good. But um, what is I that didn't easy? even realise he was still alive. What is he's it? very funny still. He he's like 
he's still doing the comedian stuff, but he's just living the family life. But he's he's still a lad, so Dapp- he, he's worth right. a look. So Dapper Laughs has brought out a range of beers. Yeah. Do they taste of rape jokes and sexism? I mean, it's going to be, isn't it? <laughs> so it's probably great. <laughs> <laughs> this one tastes of mm, media controversy. <laughs> oh, and this one is getting cancelled. <laughs> I don't think we've been that bad yet. No, no. I, I'm I'm just, let that also, while we're on it, thank you to everybody that's been listening. Shout out to everyone that share, listen, watch, fucking, you know, watch shit because we haven't uploaded anything. Yeah, no. But, uh, like, our, we looking good. Yeah, no, things are doing well. I mean, you know, we're obviously just starting out. We're on episode, you know, three and a half now. Um, and everyone that listens, every share on Instagram, every, uh, you know, every story you put up, every every follow on Spotify, every if you you know if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, a rating and a you know a, a review is is it helps us out so much. And yeah, we we're, we're not making a penny out of this. We've invested quite a substantial amount of money into the kit that we've got. And I can attest to that as well. <laughs> I, I've heard these boys on about this for a long time, and uh, yeah, they've they've put a lot into it. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time it's been a long time in the works, and we've talked and thought about it for a long time. We've been over the sort of story of why we wanted to start a podcast. But... No, I remember. I think it was last year. Back we were talking about me and Red were just talking about podcasts and stuff because we both found out that we listened to the JRE stuff, and and we kind of he said he said we we could do it. You know, you could do a podcast in here, and he you just saw the cogs turning in his head. And then when he said, I was like, he's done it. He's he's actually done it, and it makes total sense because it is just. It's in the doghouse just chatting shit, but yeah, the conversations that you come up with, especially when you get different people in, is, is really cool. Yeah, and I think that's where it sort of developed from was, and I've said it before, but sitting in the bar, we're talking shit and we're making each other laugh and we're talking about, sometimes we talk about touchy subjects. Like we had Keith on last week and, you know, he, he touched on immigrants and whatnot and half of me thought, oh, do I cut this and do I just, you know, do I cut it out? But really, that's that's his thoughts and, you know, I don't think we should... You know, that's his, and that's his opinion. And if I were to cut that, then I'd be silencing, silencing his opinion. It's a good insight into we are the normal bar chat. I, pardon? We are supposed to be Well, that's just the thing. We're uncensored. And, you know, up until the point we get cancelled, we will speak <laughs> our truths. And that was what Keith wanted to talk about. And, you know, there are points of it which I totally agree with. There were some parts that I didn't. But, you know, that's yeah. his opinion. And I'm not going to not let him say these things because of just because of what I think. And, and also what, you know, the majority of the nation and the blue-haired liberals don't want to hear about. <laughs> <laughs> no politics, Marlon. <laughs> hey, we've got yeah. this far. We've got this yeah. far. We are, what, an hour and 14 in and we've done no politics. So Smashing it, boys. We, we just got to say it, though. Because this is my line. No politics, Raj. <laughs> Speaking of politics, <clears throat> did you see my purchase, Reg? I know Marlon's seen it. Oh, well, as you well know, I'm, I, I'm not allowed to be on social media with my job, so I unfortunately can't. So, I, uh, so I've got an issue with Amazon and beer. I, I drink too much beer and then I go on Amazon. And it, it's, it's. I thought you meant they were fucking up your price deliveries. So, so my one of my most recent ones is I ended up buying a cardboard cutout of our our, pri- our proud leader Boris Johnson, what? a life size cardboard cutout of Boris Johnson. What are you going to use that? Scares. So uh, this is, uh, and I promise you, I'm not a complete pussy. Scaring the scaring the life out of myself with the lights going off in the bathroom. But the first few times, that so I had it set up in the office because working from home, the Zoom calls, and then you've got Boris in the background. It's just fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's got the brilliant... He's got the save life sign up that he's holding out, the stay home, save... 
all save lives, whatever the slogan is. <laughs> Stay home, fuck bitches. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask how much that cost? Uh, it was, I think it was forty pounds. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've got no reason for it. it. It's hilarious, and I absolutely love it. The life but of a he single man scared the shit out of me. <laughs> So I've got, you know, if you wake up a little bit daisy, you've not got your glasses on, Reg will attest to this. Amen. And then you just see this figure of Boris stood in your office <laughs> at three in the morning. It is the scariest thing in the world. And it's catching everybody. It's in the corner of the kitchen now. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's guarding the kitchen. It's hilarious. He, he's great. Uh, that, that's about my only input into politics because uh, I know we're staying off of that. But <laughs> I do have Boris Johnson in the house. <laughs> oh, Fuck's sake. We have them in our fucking house every it was every day at fucking six o'clock for the for the you know daily what? briefing. There was there was a time where it was like, oh Boris is on at six, everyone get you know, and it'd be like everybody stick it on, no social media, everyone's just sat there waiting for the sp- I don't watch any of it anymore. No, I can't do it. Not at all. Not not unless you uh, you hear on the grapevine. It's always for your mate's mate, isn't it? Yeah. Or somebody down the burger van or you know, somebody you've seen in the sh- overheard in the shop saying, Big announcement on tonight. And then you go on BBC News and BBC News will perpetuate that and say it was a big announcement on tonight. So you all sit down and you watch it and it's never fucking good news, is it? I don't know why the fuck I sit there and pay attention to it because you're going to hear about it regardless. All you do is you hear it from the horse's mouth and I sit there on the fucking sofa and I get amped up. Fucking state (laughs) of this country. For fuck's sake, why don't they just let us do what we fucking want? We should be more like fucking Texas. It's all on fucking, you know, you should be looking after yourself and not worrying about it. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, to be honest, I've I've made like a conscious effort to just not look at it. I get Mm. the highlights the next day as... I, I look at the statistics for the vaccinations now because we're doing a good job. No, and I, as long as that number's looking good, that's all I care about. That's exactly what I do every day, religiously. I will go on, look at the amount of people we've vaccinated in a day, uh, look at the uh, look at the cases, the hospitaliz- hospitalizations, and the deaths for the day. Nice to see them in the green and going down. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, and when they're going up, I try not to look at them every day. Yeah, but we no, it's, those days. Yeah, but no, it's... Uh, We're yeah, heading in the right direction, I think. Absolutely, we are. And I do hope that with this vaccination programme that everything does start to go swimmingly and we do stick to the timeline of, you know, things will start opening up over the next few months. I mean, because... whatever flaws they've made, and they've made some royal fuck-ups, oh. this vaccination thing, which is essentially is the, the means to the end. They, they are doing a, a bloody good job with that and, and fair play to them. Oh, there's We're no, getting there's, through it. There's no denying that the NHS are... F- fucking knocking it out of the park with yeah. this one. Jesus And all Christ. the volunteers as well, not just the NHS. Yeah, no, shout you out to see them, them well. see them in the local towns. There, There's... And blokes with the tabards at the yeah, council yeah. offices and, you know... Yeah. Uh, even um, going up, been on the road quite a bit, driving through the towns, you see all the vaccination centres in these small little towns that you drive through. So they're, they're really making a good effort at it. And, and I've seen people today on Facebook that I think they're like in their 30s that are getting them as well. And I'm... I'm pretty sure they don't have that they bad health conditions. They are coming through so, like thick and fast, mine. I'm gonna say my uh, my father and his partner. They had um, they had their vaccinations on Friday, and you know they're of an age where I thought they'd be doing a you know the the upper age bracket, but they've had theirs done. I know, I know. Obviously, our friend has had his. He's same age as me, so he's you know um, mid to late twenties. He's had his already, obviously with health concerns and whatnot. But yeah, they they're getting there. And, and that's re- no, it's nice to see that you know that that is the means to the end. Apparently, they're letting book, letting you book second your second jabs. Oh, as the, well. the, the second jabs are flying. They're doing Sorry. nearly a hundred thousand of the second jabs a day. That's that's good to see. Yeah, my gra- my grandparents had both of their second jabs. Oh, really? Uh, they good. they had both jabs before Christmas. That was in the sort of time period where they were trying to work out: do we 
try and smash out the fir- the most amount of first jabs as we can. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they managed to get both of theirs in, so they're all fully protected. And it's, it's, it's you know, um, hey, we're, you doing, know we're doing better than the EU. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marlon, I couldn't resist. <laughs> what's the, what's the line, Marlon? I, no politics. <laughs> hey, you know what? Whatever's happened around it, I think you know this Brexit situation's definitely helped with the vaccine, and that's a big plus. And I will stop there because Marlon will shout at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See the man. steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> stop talking fucking politics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when every the, fucking time when when you get the when we get the um, we get the video sorted and we uh, go live or live stream, but when we get on Facebook and uh, and YouTube, you know, with all our clips, you'll be able to see our lovely uh, large cardboard cutout of Margaret Thatcher in the corner. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring Boris. <laughs> <laughs> the shr- really fucking exist. The shrine that I've made to uh, David Cameron. <laughs> I'm only fucking with Joe. Oh dear. Oh dear! Right, I think we pretty much covered everything, haven't we? I okay. got one last question, haven't we? Well, there's always one last question. One more. One yeah. More. You do it, Reg. All right. So, Curbs, if you were to step into my shoes right now, yeah, what is the one question that I should have asked you that I haven't? One question. Do, do you know what I think? The problem is all you can think about at the moment is the COVID stuff and it's how you're getting on with the COVID and all that. But I think we you just naturally cover that. I mean, we've spoke about that anyway in this. That it's, yeah, it's been fine. I can't really... I can't think off the top of my head. I think it's... So we've nailed it, basically. Yeah, what, I, what you're I think, saying is I mean, that we're fantastic boys, interviewers. I, I've said to you boys before, I think after the first one, it all ran real smooth. And, you know, Reg, I know, is a serial podcast uh, podcaster, listener... <laughs> Um, and I've listened to your other episodes, and it's it's going real good. It sounds good, so it's going to be it's going to evolve. Hell yeah! Well, we have more guests on. Hopefully, we'd love to have you back on at some point, Curbs. Yeah, yeah, happy to come back. You've been fucking brilliant, cracking stories. I've enjoyed all your car tales and <laughs> yeah, the tales of the uh, robot eating your everything in your <laughs> yeah. I do like wanking that. in the shower and shit, I thought it was shitting in the shower <laughs> give it the waffles the, the waffle stomp it's one of three options in the shower <laughs> <laughs> right I think we'll call that a fucking episode and fuck off brilliant cheers boys right thank you everyone thanks for listening we'll thanks Curves. we'll see you next week bye bye hell yeah <laughs>